Well, welcome back to another episode on Hey, Let's Talk About with your favorite host, me, Jenny Bentley. And today I just wanted to talk about losing yourself and then finding yourself again. I know that my experience might not be everyone else's, but I thought I would come on here and talk about it. From a very young age, I really had a good head on my shoulders. I knew who I was, what I stood for, what I valued, and I knew that I didn't want anyone to change me. I didn't care about being popular in middle school or high school, and I didn't care what people could say about me if I was interested in certain things or if I acted a certain way or even if I dressed differently than every other girl. I didn't cuss. I didn't go out. I didn't vape. I didn't do drugs. Honestly, I was probably one of the very few teenagers left today that my parents knew exactly where I was at all times and I did not mind. I was either at school doing something related to dance, either at my studio or with my dance team in high school, at a choir concert, lessons for my instrument, or at a football game because I had to be there because I was on the dance team. Any other time, I was pretty much spent with my family, and I liked that. To be honest, when the pandemic hit, it did not disrupt my life like whatsoever. It really did feel like an extended vacation. You know, remember when everyone was like, oh yeah, you're only gonna get one, maybe possibly one more week of spring break. Oh, sick, awesome. And then um, one week turned into two, and then two into three, and three into four, and then bam, online learning, huh? And then what, we were stuck with the lockdown for a while? I'm not kidding, you guys. Um. Lockdown for me was basically what I would do over the summer anyway, and I did not mind one bit. I did not mind one bit. But as I was saying, I knew who I was for a long time. I always did. I was that kid on the Disney shows that just had their whole life together. You know, I was Avery Jennings. I was Justin Russo. I was Alex. From Modern Family. And in some ways I was like Manny. I was that kid that got lumped in as being, I don't know, the odd one out. Just because we seemed to want to have a future and we overachieved. And we got good grades. And we focused on those things and didn't let other peer or age appropriate things our activities getting in our way. And honestly, it didn't interest me. And they still don't interest me to these day. Even when I got to college, I really didn't do much in terms of going wild or doing the college experience. I really convinced myself, just because I am an extroverted person, that I could be an actual extrovert. And I tried to be someone that could party and like to go out and drink and... Um, that just wasn't me. I kind of realized that freshman year of college. Now, it just wasn't my type of environment. Now, some people, this might be their scene. This might be their environment. People like them love to be around people all the time. And for me, it just drains me. And 
I realized that that's not a, like a bad thing. Just because I don't like to drink and it doesn't interest me doesn't mean that I have to be any less of like a college student. It doesn't mean that I'm missing out on anything. And once I figured that out, everything was pretty smooth sailing. Even from like as long as I can remember, I would have my relatives tell me like you just have a lot going for your future you're really smart and of course as my parents mostly my mother because obviously everyone's mother is their biggest cheerleader just you know you're beautiful you're smart and you're funny great personality you're gonna go far in life and it was great you know as a confidence booster right and it helped knowing that someone believed in me and I think that everyone needs at least one person in their corner or feels like they do have someone in their life that believes in them. Because I think it comes from the fact that I value my mom's opinion so much. And I want her to be able to say that she believes in me too. Just as much as I do. And sometimes when I'm low on that confidence, it's nice to know that it hers might be unwavering. And I mean, I was even told by a peer when I was in middle school that he said I had a good head on my shoulders. But I've also had a peer in one of my classes say to me, God, Jenny, you're such an overachiever. And all I said was, thank you. Now, I know that Avery Jennings from Dog of the Blog and Justin Rooster from Wizards of Waverly Place and Manny and Alex from Modern Family, they are there for comic relief. But as people... As individuals, they're driven and they're dependable and they're smart and they are full of qualities that I think every parent wishes to instill in their children. And it's interesting to see how that is perceived as uncool. But I was all those things. I was very into my projects, into my homework, never a procrastinator. Everything about who I was was either focused on my dance, singing, school, family, you know, and my interests. And they never strayed. They never faded and they they were there to keep me together. Then I got to college and I still continued to not drink, not go out, not party. And somewhere along the way between my freshman year of college to now that I'm a senior, in some ways I've grown and in some ways I feel like I've lost myself and I don't know if anyone else has ever felt like that too but it's maybe a relatable feeling and experience there are parts of myself that I do love that I did lost about myself in high school maybe a little bit less um trusting to some extent and I'm not as positive as I used to be in terms of looking at everybody as a friend, more as like, oh, they're going to be my friend, but maybe they're not going to be my friend for forever. And that's a bittersweet type of feeling, losing parts of yourself, honestly, growing up. Growing up is hard. And I think that parents don't give us enough credit for what it is to be a young adult in the real world but then again new parents I applaud you 
And I applaud anyone who is a new parent right now because I can't imagine what it is like to raise a kid in this age with the world around us and technology still churning ahead in progress. But for to what extent? For the endangerment of relationships that we have. I remember earlier today, I was in one of my classes and it's environmental ethics and one of the things we were talking about was called deep ecology and um, just regular ecology. Um, the difference is basically one of them says we have practices in our lives that are damaging. We can improve on our practices and we can be less damaging. Deep ecology is kind of like the radical version of that insane we have practices that are harmful and dangerous life-threatening and we need to cut them out in order for us to stop destroying the world and i don't know for some reason my first example that popped in my, into my head which had nothing to do with people or the planet i should say it did have everything to do with people is technology is great and we have made so much progress in the last 20 years and it's crazy to think that 20 years ago is not no longer the 1980s. It's referring to 2000s. I think that's crazy. It's mind-blowing. I mean, when you turn 20, you already have lived two decades. And it's just like, it doesn't really phase you, obviously, because between ages 0 through 10, you're just being a kid. You're a regular kid going through school, still live under your parents' household, and, you know, doing your chores begrudgingly and fighting with your siblings and you know trying to get good grades in classes doing your sports or extracurriculars or whatever you do and then somehow between that 10 year old self and your 20 year old self in that period of time you move out you leave grow up or try and in some ways it's like you have training wheels but instead of to learn how to ride a bicycle, it's just learning how to ride life. Being an adult, it is crazy how, I mean, like, I'll see on TikTok videos of people saying, like, you know, a grown-up teenager. And that is really what if the early 20s are, I think, is just trying to find yourself again and realize that, Life is not just about school. It's about your career. It's about your future. It's about the decisions that you make actually do influence your life. And as a middle schooler or a freshman or sophomore, junior, even a senior in high school, that concept you never really grasp, I feel like, until you leave the house. And even then, sometimes, if you're lucky, you will have your parents paying for your college tuition and your dorm room and your food and your books and your clothes and your car and your gas. And even with all of that, you still get a taste of what it's going to be like to be an adult. And we still have a bit of growing up to do. It's crazy how that stage of life happens. Don't you think? Don't you think that's so amazing how when we were 10... Probably the most we had to worry about was maybe a test coming up for math and some girl or guy that we were crushing on over school and we're trying to get them to notice us but we don't want them to be embarrassed. Like, that was the peak of our troubles. Now, when you get to be in your 20s, 
it becomes grades for a little bit more higher stakes because you're paying for them. Figuring out what type of job or career to go into and are you going to do good in this class and you're still worrying about your extracurriculars and you're learning to juggle more things on top of the fact you have to learn to pay rent and you have to pay bills and you have to maintain your car. And some of us don't even know what the lights on the car light up, what they mean. And some of us still don't know how to work the laundry detergent. What goes in, what clothes go in what temperature, for how long. In all these things you think you're supposed or already should have known, you're left realizing you still don't know a lot. And it's a very humbling experience going to college, growing up, and taking off those floaties of life. Because forever... You've only lived with your family and now you're supposed to live with some random stranger or your friend. I mean, it kind of makes sense why sometimes you'll see people who room together that are friends end up not being friends together. It really does make sense. I mean, just like in a relationship, the next level in a relationship is to move in with each other. You start to see everything about that entire person. My mom swear she's like the best I know everyone says that, but she really is because she is my therapist and my best friend and guidance counselor all rolled into one. That's why I always say when she would say, like, when you move into with someone, you see every single thing about them, even things you're not going to like. And you're going to have to learn to live with that because guess what? You're living with them. You see all the tiny little habits they have. Maybe they don't pick up after their stuff in the kitchen. Maybe they don't like to use the dishwasher, so you have to wash everything by hand. Or they leave hair in the sink. I don't know what it is. I'm just giving examples. But yeah, you get to see every single nitty-gritty thing about a person that you never would see if you're still just friends with them. Or you're still just dating. You're not even living together. You're still living separately. You still have your weird quirks. Your little idiosyncrasies that happen with yourself. And then you have to see that now when you're living with someone. You see that person do some... Maybe they have weird habits. Maybe they only put their shoes in a certain place. I don't know. People are weird. Everyone's weird. Trust me, I'm weird. But... You see all of that because when you're just friends with someone, you just like see them in their car, you go have food, you know, and you have fun. And then uh, when you're done, you go back to your lives, right? Because as, as an adult, you schedule friends like you would a doctor's appointment. That's just how it is. You have to make sure that you and both of you and so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so are free at this time. Like you're scheduling your friends to hang out with each other way more in advance than you probably would for a dentist appointment. Let's be honest. And it's really crazy to think that. That's happening now, and you're growing up, and it's so bittersweet. And I'm going to segue into this. I don't know how smoothly I can transition into it, but I think that's really why the Barbie movie hits so, like, every age. Because it's not really about the doll. The movie is about growing up. It is about the joy that you find in the memories And the melancholy of looking back on what you used to have in the days of years past. And realizing all that has changed for good and for bad, better or for worse, from then till now. 
looking back at your life and seeing how much you changed. I mean, I think we can all agree that we're all a lot different than who we were in high school. Definitely so since middle school. Even before then, besides the physical, we've grown. Or at least we try. Because that's what life is. It's all about growth. It's all about change. And some people want to stay the same. And that's okay. But for the people that I want to talk to, I want to see that change. I want to see that drive. I want you to be excited to climb higher heights, to go further, to push those limits, to really see what you're made out of. Because you're only going to grow if you push outside of what you already know. That's just how life works. And that's why growing up is painful, but it's also exciting and it's scary and it's nerve-wracking and full of uncertainty. But I remember I had a conversation with my friend earlier and, you know, because I've been going through this myself in terms of just where I think my life's headed. And one of the things she kind of was like along the lines of saying is kind of that's like what makes it exciting. It isn't planned out. You don't know what's going to happen exactly. That's also part of life that uncertainty where you can't look 10 feet ahead and all you see is fog and you don't know what's gonna happen in some areas of your life and it's kind of exciting that mindset switch from being scary and anxious because you don't know what's going to happen and you don't know how to prepare for something that could happen to wow that's so exciting it's a new adventure And that's, again, also what growing up is. is figuring out how to live on your own. How to make your own person. Decide your own fate. Write your own destiny. Your life is still unwritten. (laughs) Haha, I cannot believe I just made that joke. But it's true. As cheesy as those lyrics are, it's so true. And it doesn't matter. I think every phase of your life, there's still excitement. When you're parenting and you're raising your kids, that's exciting. And you soak up in every single moment. When you're, I'm studying and I'm hours in and it's tiring, I need to soak it in. When I'm walking to class, I'm, as soon as I sit down, the first thing I want to do is, is I'm thinking about is I cannot wait to go back home. Soak it in. Just sit there and soak it in. And when... You're in retirement and you are have the whole world again to yourselves with your partner or by yourself. You can do what you want. Soak it in. Every single part of life is worth living. It's so crazy growing up. And it's like, it's not linear exactly. It's kind of like a heart rate monitor. It goes up and it goes down. Sometimes it's flat for a little and then it goes back up and goes back down and it's crazy to think that when you're young you just are impatient you just don't have foresight you really don't because how are you supposed to know that the breakup that you have is not the end of the world and that there is still life to look forward or making one tiny mistake isn't gonna change your entire fate in being a failure or a success, it's just a mistake. That what single thing you do, or even a series of things that you do, doesn't define who you are. 
like grades, the culture is so focused on honestly fast tracking us to what? Because I feel like we're not giving a little, not enough time to figure us out. I mean, when we start college, come on, we're 18. Are you serious? We're 18? In some ways, we are still young to have to figure out what to do and commit to that for our whole life at 18? I mean, I guarantee you, if you ask your parents or your relatives or someone older than you, if they knew what they wanted to do when they were 18, or, no, 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 ask them, are they working the job that they wanted to when they were 18? I promise you, okay, how about this? I will bet my left arm that that's probably not the case. Most likely not. Because life isn't a straight line. And I'm still realizing that too. Because I love to control things. I really do. I love the schedule school, knowing exactly where I need to be, what I have to do to succeed. I am Avery Jennings to a T in that way. If you've never watched Dog with a Blog, highly recommend it. But that's what I'm referencing to. She is straightforward. She likes school because she likes to learn. I am Avery. I am. And... It's so easy for me, for Avery's of the world, to kind of freak out when there are parts of our life that aren't figured out or aren't solid and clarified and certain when really life is very much the opposite. So it's just crazy. Growing up, I don't know, maybe I want you to look at your life and look back on it And see all the things that have happened so far. And what you want it to look like. Because that is where change happens. And that's how someone can improve. Is looking back on your past. To see where you want to be in your future. Because it's going to be a lot different. And in some ways we do have the power to decide what we want to do with our lives. And I love that. I love that, that we get the control. Of course. That decision that we make a difference for our own destiny, our own future. And with the Barbie movie, it's touched so many people, at least for me, I know I cried at the emotional parts because it's hitting at the human heartstrings of humanity that we all are changing and we are all growing and I think we all hope for the best for ourselves, whatever that may be. We hope for happiness and joy. And we look back on our past because I can tell you that I do miss some of the simpler days. Didn't have to worry about bills. You didn't have to worry about loans or debt or tuition or school or jobs or paying rent, bills. You didn't have to worry about taking the kids to school or coordinating who goes where and what time wake up to leave for this. You don't have any of that to worry about. That's part of the sadness. That's part of the tears that you see when you watch a film like that that focuses on humanity and just what it means to grow up, what it means to live life. The flashbacks 
of seeing you play with your childhood toys with your sister or playing outside with water guns in your front yard with your friends or swimming in the pool when it's hot and you're eating ice cream outside in the summers or you're catching fireflies or whatever memory pops into your head when you think about your childhood. That is what it feels like to look back on your past because once you start to get older, you start to have a little bit bigger of a past to look back at. When you're 20, you have childhood pets that are passing away because they've been there with you. And for us, this will be the first of many pets that we will outlive. That's how you know you're growing up. Because you're starting to make memories that you can look back on. And I think that's really cool to experience that and to live that. And to find perspective in your presence. And to appreciate the moments that you make. Even when it's mundane. Even when it's hard. Even when you feel like giving up. Even when it doesn't feel worth it, you just keep going. Because, again, the bright side about life is that it's always changing. Every season that you get isn't going to stay permanent. Just like the seasons change on this earth, your seasons of your sadness or your happiness or your joy or your uncertainty or scare, those will change And it won't stay the same. And you won't feel that way forever. And it's so comforting to know that. That what we are in isn't forever. And I think that's why time in life is so precious. Because you know that this is the one thing in our entire world known. That once you have it, you can't get it back. That's the thing about time. I've thought about this before over and over and I've been meaning to talk about this because I don't think it's talked about the complexity of what it means to say the word time. Time is so crazy and it works in the most powerful sense of the word, time. Because in some instances and circumstances and state of mind, time can be creeping so slow. I mean, if you're in prison, I bet it creeps like an iceberg. Icebergs move maybe 10 centimeters a year, okay? Here's, there's a science fact for the day. You're welcome. It moves so slow, you can feel time scratching, trying to inch forward. Then you just want it to move. Or like when you're sitting in lecture and you're really hungry and you're thinking about food and you just keep looking at the clock wondering when that class is over. Or you're waiting for something in line. Time moves slow. But then for some reason, there are moments where you look back and you realize, wow, where has the time gone? Where has this time been And how did it slip away so fast? Because I still remember myself as a freshman in college three years ago. And it feels like it was just yesterday that I stepped onto campus as a freshman, not knowing where I was going, trying to use Google Maps to figure out which buildings are where my class is in. And I'm at the age now that you have to start saying freshman in college because now you've been a freshman twice. 
you've gotten through those levels twice now. That you have to specify which period of time you're talking about. I think that's crazy. Time flies and yet it also moves slow. I think that's so crazy. What other, what other thing does that? What other element does that? What other noun, people, place, thing does that? Where sometimes it feels like you're just in eternity. Like when you're going through a heartbreak. You just feel like you're so sad. And the heartbreak and the loss is just eating you up inside and you're just wanting to move on but you just can't and you're in this tussle and then when you're a parent someday you'll be wiping your kids butt and taking care of them as a baby and somehow in a blink of an eye if you ask your parents they'll probably tell you why is a blink of an eye suddenly they're sending you off to college where did that time go where did it go? You start to wonder, how is it that we still have this grasp of time? So, so little. Even though we invented the idea of time. And that's the thing also, is time doesn't stop for us. And that's how it's the most precious thing. That is why it's the most precious and valuable thing we could ever hold in our lives. Because once we spend it, you can't get it back. This day, this moment, this second, you will never get back. And whether it was a bad day or a good day, you still won't get it back. Live your life because it's precious and it was given to you. I don't know by who. All I know is that it was given and you're here and you're alive and you're listening to this. So you know that what you got is what you have. You should spend it wisely and good with purpose and with intent because that's I think what it's for and going back to how technology it's just we have been disconnected and you know there are countries in Europe we of course in the US live a lot better life economically from a materialistic standpoint compared to other countries But to me, it seems like at what price? Mental health is such a huge issue here in America. Depression, suicide, just isolation, feelings of loneliness, and fear of missing out. All of these things. We are so connected and so rich and material. And yet, how could people like us be so alone and so unrelatable and isolated? When we should be nothing more than connected and close-knitted with people in our lives. Because that's why people invented the internet. That's why people invented the phone. That's why people invented cars and planes and trains and boats. To get to people, to connect, to continue to have relationships that go the distance. Literally. So that they can endure. And yet, we're in an age and time where time and technology are so in this toxic relationship because we, what do we do? We spend time wasted in short serotonin bursts looking at cute little videos or memes or etc. I don't care what it is. All I know is that we all do it. I do it. And our relationships with everyone could be better. I really do think that. Now I got off on a tangent, but that's my thing. But yes, time is precious. 
growing up is a crazy phenomenon to me. It's beautiful and it's sad and it's happy and it's joyful and it's hard. Life is hard. And it's not easy. Life isn't easy. But it's it's worth it to live. To live a life of choices. That you get to choose what you want to do. We have people that we can choose to talk to. There could be a person in your classroom or at your office or on the bus that could be your best friend and you'll never know it if you don't say hi. I think that's the crazy thing about life is you can do those things. You can go out and just do. Just do it because you shouldn't let anyone stop you. You shouldn't let opinions of people stop you. You shouldn't let the thoughts of what other people think of you stop you because guess what? No one cares. Quite honestly, that should reassure you that everyone else is focused on their own life because we are all the main characters in our own story. That should give you peace in mind if you are self-conscious and don't feel like doing something that you want to do. Well, guess what? Do it. Because living with regret of not is so much worse than just going through it, maybe falling on your face, laughing about it when you're over it so much easier to go through life like that but anyways this whole thing is just about growing up and hopefully I could give you a little bit of insight into what I think life and time and growing up is anyways I'll catch you guys in the next episode bye